You're listening to the Back Row Jet Show, part of the Back Row Network. Beautiful touch throw by Darnold. Darnold trying to extend this drive, throws off his back foot off balance, and he somehow fights Crowder. Pass to Perman who catches it for his third touchdown play of the game. Now your host, Tom Tuttle and John Eddie Jr. Welcome in to another episode of the Back Row Jet Show. I am Tom Tuttle alongside my co-host of Fantasy Fuel as well, John Eddie Jr. John, we have news and rumors and hype and everything. <laughs> we got everything on this show, and it's going to be a really fantastic one. How are you feeling about the New York Jets now that we have started some practices and we're actually into it? We are into it, and it feels good to hear positive things again instead of everybody <laughs> complaining how this went wrong yeah. and that went wrong and these players are doing this and Jamal Adams that. We don't have to talk about Jamal Adams anymore. We can talk oh, about gosh. guys like Avery Williamson and Brashad Perriman and guys like that mm-hmm. that are actually making some progress and some some you know people happy uh, like you and me. <laughs> yeah, uh, you bring up Perryman and, and we'll talk about him in a minute, um, but... You said we got some positive things to talk about. Obviously, Perryman is one of the positive things we can talk about, but there are some also negative-ish type of things (laughs) that we have to talk about, too. But uh, we'll talk about Brashad Perryman. Uh, The hype right now with him is really, really, really good. It's getting getting more and more every day. I was thinking about including the hype on Perryman in the last episode, but I was like, nah, it's just nothing. It's a, it's just a nothing burger right now. But it just keeps going and going and going. So I'll start it off with what uh, Sam Darnold is saying about Perryman. And he says, quote, he just does all the little things right, which is what you ask for. He comes in, does everything he needs to do, gets his lift in. He's very good in meetings. He knows what he's doing on the field, too, which is which obviously is the most important part. So he's been really good so far and we're just looking for him to have a to have a to have a have that is really <laughs> weird the way he said that to have a big year for uh us and contribute in a big way. So right there off the bat Sam Darnold is talking big about Perryman and that is just amazing. And the, they've made connections on the field and practices that have been really a really good sign that Perryman's going to be that guy we saw the last five weeks of the season with the Buccaneers. Now, after Perryman signed uh, with the Jets in March, Donald reached out. Donald reached out to Perryman um, so that they could meet in person. I, uh, to me, I'm seeing a, a Donald that I didn't realize was there. Somebody who's actually taking control of this team to where last year. He was having problems with Adam Gase where he didn't feel comfortable to go ahead and say, you know, hey, Gase, I, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm liking the way the, this is working out. He did eventually do that, but I think he's breaking out of that uncomfortable shell that he was once in before. So he's actually going out. He's, he's making these – he's going to talk with Perryman. He's going to do this and that. It, it feels good to see something like that happen with him. Um, 
But then Perryman uh, then started to practice and participate in workouts with Darnold and other Jets receivers in Florida before arriving to training camp. Um, they've connected very well so far uh, during these practices, and it feels it feels like this could be a start of a really good thing for the New York Jets. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's been nothing but good things about players talking about Sam Darnold, which is where you want the good things to come from. You don't want to have that anonymous source that says something right. bad about your QB. Right, um, right. But guys like Perriman, I hear the term doing the little things correctly yes. the right way yeah. and the thing i immediately thought of maybe this is the offensive version of a defender staying in their spot staying where they're supposed to stay not straying from their you know zone or their coverage whatever it is and because if you stay in your spot in your zone the rest of the people are doing their job correctly it makes the defense work better so these little things that are being done well, they're going to add up to bigger things down the line. Yeah, and it's not just Sam Darnold talking about Perryman. Perryman's talking about Sam Darnold, too, and the way that he likes everything about He's He said, quote, his throwing ability is crazy. I love the way he throws the ball. It's so receiver-friendly. Just, uh, just his personality and the way that uh, he's able to take control of the room and the offense and the team. See, now that part, that's not the end of the quote, but I, that's what I'm talking about. Right. We're seeing difference in Sam Darnold this year. There's a difference to where he's actually taking control and being the leader, and I really like that. Now, th to continue on with the quote, he said, it's just crazy. And him being so reversed to laid back, uh, reversed and laid back. Wait, sorry, not reversed. That's the dumbest way. <laughs> reserved and laid back. I'm like, why can I not say this word? <laughs> but him being so reserved and laid back and still have the authority when it's time to go out there. What I am hearing about Sam Darnold makes me even more happy than what I'm hearing about Perryman. The fact that Darnold is just taking control of the team, doing everything he needs to do, everything he's supposed to do, is really making me happy about Darnold. But that makes me even happier as well about Perryman. And I think this is its getting crazy because even Adam Gase is getting into it. And um, he's been impressed by Perryman. So um, I, I think there's some legitimate, real legitimate hype on him right now. And it's going to affect him in not only – rankings for me but rankings for everybody and i think uh, when it comes to fantasy football i've raised him up already you've raised him up already and if it gets any higher we're gonna have to really start thinking about you know crowder because uh, that's going to affect that as well so obviously we do a fantasy football show as well but this is jets related so if you're in a fantasy football and we're talking about perryman right now would be the time if you're taking a draft to be the time to kind of hit on perryman because he's not being looked at as a spectacular guy but if he's going to continue on this hype train there's a, some real chance he could be a league winner for you even yeah i'm not gonna lie uh we did a draft not too long ago with the back row guys in a mm -hmm. different format and uh i took both perriman and mims just kind of it, it right. was a uh a dynasty and I took both of those guys. I was like, as long as one of them hits, we're great. Right. If Perriman yep. is good this year, great. If Mims is good the years after that, great. Then I've got somebody. I think one of those guys should hit at least fantasy-wise. I don't know about, you know, 
NFL-wise as of right now, but I think one of those guys will be good this year. And right yeah. now it's Lean and Perriman. Yeah, and I, I don't have any problems saying that Mims might end up being something as well. I mean, this if Mims can come back from this hamstring and everything looks good and there's nothing big and he can actually play, we have a pretty good receiving core. I, I don't mind saying that right now because of the Perryman hype, because of what we know Mims can do, because of what we've seen him in in, in, uh, in college. And we know what Crowder can do. He's going to be a really good guy to have on the team as well. And everybody seems like, except for me, uh, you know, hyping up on Herndon a little bit as well. Right. So there's, there's a lot to be happy about right now on this New York Jets offensive side. Most of the time we're saying, oh, the defense isn't what's going to carry us to. No, I think our offense is going to be really – pretty good this year as long as we don't get disappointed with with people like Perryman because I was so skeptical with him because it's like it's only been five weeks last year it's a completely different team you don't know what's going to happen but it sounds like he's picking up where he left off last year and I'm I'm really excited to see where that leads into next year I've got a Um, quote here about Chris Herndon from Jets Titan coach John Dunn he is quoted as saying there's a lot in his body that we can get out I don't know what that means, but it sounds positive. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, hmm, I think I'm just going to leave that there. I'm going to okay. let, let you be the one that's uh, uh, said that quote. I'm not. I don't even know what that means. I don't. But no. <clears throat> I'm sure it's positive. Yes. Uh, anyway, there is a little bit of a rumor that I, we have to put a little bit of. Uh, a stop too, I guess. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors of Yannick Ngakwe with the Jets are rumored to trying to get him and, and all that stuff. But the sources say the Jets aren't trying to trade uh, a premium asset. Just put it that way. We don't want to put a premium asset out there to get a defensive end in Yannick Ngakwe. It would have been uh, $17.9 million salary this year, yeah. which is a lot. Um, in the amount of his unsigned franchise tender. So that's that's just something that doesn't make a lot of sense. And I don't think it makes sense for a a one-year potential thing. It's it's just a rental. It's like we're not really looking for a rental. We want something that's going to stick with us for a while because we don't want to spend $17.9 every single year we have Yannick and Gakwe on our team. So I think it's it's time to just kind of put that to the side. We don't need to talk about the rumors anymore. Can we talk about the Earl Thomas rumor? <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess. Um, yeah, Earl Thomas uh, had some things going on with the Ravens, and it just wasn't good. And of course, the Jets are somewhat rumored to do something with him, and I just don't see there. There's any reason to do that. I don't think there's any chance he's going to be on the New York Jets, and maybe the Dallas Cowboys because that is the most yeah, hyped of course. Up rumor for them um but that makes perfect sense for the dallas cowboys to do something like that obviously they they didn't get the guy they wanted when uh jamal adams didn't go to the dallas cowboys so maybe they're just trying to figure out some something else but we don't have to talk about the cowboys we don't have to talk about jamal (laughs) adams we don't have to talk about any of that stuff but we do have to talk about something that's somewhat of a negative thing there was a fight on the field a couple days ago um jordan jenkins was throwing punches and trading words with guards Alex Lewis and Greg Van Roten. Um, and I think uh, linebacker Neville, Neville Hewitt was also involved. Um, and when uh, Avery Williamson was asked about it, he was just like, it's just competing. Um, he said, uh, at the end of the day, guys are going to get heated at times. It's just part of it. As long as no one gets hurt, 
that's normal. Guys are going to get into fights. I try to stay away from it. Um, and he said he, he said he was kind of impressed with Jenkins' moves. He, he said <laughs> he was doing some jujitsu out there, making some moves and all that stuff. Whatever. He's trying to make fun of it, fun, uh, make light of it, have some fun with it. Sure. Um, he said, I'm just trying to stay away from all that kind of stuff. So I, I actually like what Avery Williamson is saying there. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and Adam Gase didn't think it was that big of a deal. He's um, Nobody got hurt, so he was okay with it. Um, he was actually kind of looking, looking at it in a positive way saying, you know, that's the big thing. As long as, uh, as long as it doesn't happen every day, every period, occasionally things are going to go down. We have to be smart with what's going on, but at the same time, it's just good to see our guys kind of have that fire underneath of them basically. So I, I hope it's not a sign of bad things to come with this team. But what I can tell you is that there are many different players that are saying positive things about the Jets right now. Mm -hmm. uh, even Connor McGovern, our new center, said uh, the guys that have been here uh, for a couple years or whatever it's been have keep talking about how it feels different around here. The vibe is different. The energy is different. The want to is different. So right there, that tells me there's there's something different going on with this Jets team that we didn't have in the last couple of years. So I think there's, yes, we had a little fight breakout, but I think there's some positive things we can look at, not only with just a fight, but not but the, the entire team in itself has a different mindset going into this year. And I think a lot of that has to do with Joe Douglas. I think he has put some guys together. He said no to some players that he didn't want on the team, even when we had a, a very talented safety who was making, really, making it really obvious that he didn't want to be on the team anymore. He said, all right, fine, we don't want the kind of, cancer to say uh, on that team so let's let's get you out of here and we'll get something for you and we got a lot in return and i'm really really happy with that uh do you have anything to say about this entire fight scenario before we move on it's more than likely just an overblown people were frustrated or you know they're just kind of jacked up you know they want to get out yeah. there and they want to compete and jordan jenkins is already you know on record as quoting is like i'm tired of effing losing you know, and so you know there's a fire under him, and it's just going to happen. It just happens to be we need some news bites and sound clips from yeah. players for news right now since we're not having any preseason games, things like that. I don't think it's anything to worry about. I mean, we're hearing much more positive things compared to negative things. You know, Avery Williamson, knee, his pain, he's pain-free and practice like yes, that is something yes. to be super excited about yes. we're hearing uh marcus mays having the best camp he's had so far of any player yeah. on offense or defense like that's awesome to hear and mm -hmm. i i'd much rather you know take the positives and be like okay the the negative is the outlier right here everybody thinks they're doing better everybody wants to win this season like you said the the feel is different yes. because we have different people around. We have more leadership, it looks like, uh, between the players. And I think it's just a, a more coexisting environment than it has been in the past for the Jets. And, and that's, that's a step in the right direction. 
Yeah, I thank you for bringing up Marcus May uh, because it sounds like the hype on him is getting crazy. They're start, starting to say that, you know, he's starting to look just as good as Adams was. You know, <laughs> he's starting to take control, stay, starting to be a leader, starting to be that guy. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you guys, you guys got to stop <laughs> this because I'm getting way too excited about this team. And then also we're going to go like 0-2 right away. And I'm just going to be like, oh, shoot, you know. Right. <laughs> but uh, maybe we don't go 0-2. Maybe we go 2-0. Maybe we have a really good season. I don't know. But I can just say it just feels different. It, we could absolutely be terrible, and it could still be, wow, at least there's chemistry here. At least we have something to build on. So we'll see what happens, and I, I thank you for bringing up Williamson as well. I mean, obviously I had a little bit of a quote that he said, but he's on the field. He's playing. He feels good. We need Avery Williamson yes, right now. We time. absolutely have to have him. And obviously, it'd be nice to have another linebacker if we ended up signing somebody, something like that, because uh, we just don't have Mosley anymore, so it does kind of hurt. We'll see if somebody steps up and, and, and makes it a little less hurtful that he's not playing this year. Um, one more thing we want, I want to talk about, and it's kind of weird. It, it's, it's one of them stories that you just don't really, it's like, what? It, it, you know, obviously, the, each player on the New York Jets are getting tested for COVID every single week, every single time they go out there. They're getting tested all the time. But one day we had 10 false positive COVID tests at Jets practice, which is really strange for because for a few hours, the Jets went into the mode they would enter if there was an actual right. outbreak. And it turned out that the Jets were one of the several NFL several. teams that were affected by a tested testing problem at a New York, New Jersey lab used by the NFL. Some, some teams were forced to cancel or push back practices on Sunday. And it was and now it, it, it just, it comes with the question. What if this happens during the regular season? It's because that's going to just be like, okay, now what, now what do we do? We got, we got 10 positive test results are they false we don't know we have to get dig into this can we play this game are we going to have to play it the next day or the next day it's going to be crazy if this happens but anyway the jets immediately closed the building and canceled their walkthrough on saturday night um they had all the tests you know looked at and whatnot and they all came back negative so we didn't have any positive tests <laughs> there was 10 false positive tests and now we have nothing so the jets actually were cleared to practice on Sunday and went through their normal practice routine. So thank goodness. I, oh my gosh. If there was po 10 positive tests, that would have been absolutely hor horrifying. We'd have been saying, Oh shoot, this is going to be the worst thing in the world. But it sounds like the New York jets are at least doing the things they're supposed to do when they get that kind of information. So let's hope that that kind of stuff doesn't happen. And the bubble that we're in right now actually works And the New York jets can be safe throughout this entire season. Yeah, I was actually encouraged after the initial reports of all these false positives. Right. I believe the numbers were something like 5,300 and some tests were administered, and after they redid all the tests, only six came back positive out of those 5,300, whatever, yeah. and none of them were players. So that yeah, right there that, was a, a very positive yeah. thing to come out of this. It makes me feel a little more likely that the season will be able <laughs> to go on as a normal season. But, again, it's, it's, it's just the positive energy right now that I'm seeing and feeling and hearing. 
anything could happen. It just takes one screw up somewhere yeah, to agree. affect the entire league. So we're not out of the woods yet by any means, but I am encouraged by the results of this last and encouraged that the teams are taking the right precautions. They're shutting stuff right. down. They're making sure that everything is right until, you know, they get the real results back. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I, I just think at this point, we just got it. We have to take all these, you know, precautionary measures and then we have to uh, adjust to them as, as the season goes on. Because we don't really know what's going to happen. We really don't. We're just sitting. We're talking about the New York Jets and how how happy we are about you know Perryman and all these news. And we had a little fight. And then there's a, none of that really matters if we can't play football. But I guess that's really about all I really wanted to say on this episode. But uh, if you're into fantasy football, <laughs> check out Fantasy Fuel because that's what the other the other show that me and John Eddie Jr. do. Um, and check out uh, the Back Row Fantasy Show as well. They do a really good job. Uh, and of course you've got to check out all the back row network, uh, associated with NFL teams. You've got the Raiders, which is the network. Uh, we love to, uh, stout his, uh, little bit of a show there and he's going to have another episode coming out really soon. He just did it, but he's got, he's had some editing yep, problems gotta tweak he's it. to get it out there. So if you have been listening to the back row Raiders show, go ahead. It's going to come out. Don't worry about it. There's a lot of other back row shows as well for all sorts of the other NFL teams. We actually so just I added guess- two more. Uh, I believe the 49ers and Bears are now a part of this network. So we're getting there. I think we're almost two-thirds of the way through, somewhere in Mm -hmm. there. But uh, it's happening. we got a lot of teams going. And uh, the Washington Redskins, he's calling it the Redskins until they actually change their name. So it is not the back row (laughs) football team show. It is still the back row Redskins show. So do you have anything else? I have one more little tidbit. I saw a headline. I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever, but I had to bring it up. It's just a headline, and it's the same thing that probably any coach ever says, but the headline made me laugh. The headline was, for the seventh straight year, Adam Gase wants his offense to play faster this season. <laughs> That's not news. <laughs> you want him to play slower? Like, Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, just give us a little ranking if you like what you're hearing, and uh, just uh, – I guess that's it. 